We're going to start the episode in three, two, one. This is where you read the intro, Craig. Oh, shit, fuck. When we intend to purchase a product, eat at a restaurant, or enjoy an experience, we go online, or if you're old, read a newspaper and look at reviews. These reviews tell us whether or not that product meets its value, if the food is delicious, or if an experience is worth it. But, how do you know to trust a specific review? That reviewer could be in the pocket of big bottled water, or they may just not be qualified to talk about the pros and cons of renting an escape room for a company trust-building exercise. That's where we come in. We take a look at reviews and let you know whether or not it's worth your time and can be relied on. We review the reviews of the reviewers, and we are qualified. I am a level 6 Google local guide. My mom likes my Facebook movie reviews. My credentials are pending. Welcome to Who Reviews the Reviewers. All right, let's uh Yeah, it's hardcore, man. (laughs) All right, here we go. This is... Baccarat Casino. This oh is another one-star review. This is a description of somebody's experience at a Baccarat Casino. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll take this one. I'll take this one. So uh, there's no name listed on this review, but uh, we're, we're going to start off just with the title. Assault Head During My Meal! I think there's a space in between the Assault and Ted. It looks a little... There's a gap. The kerning's off. Yeah, it's uh, it's not quite there. So, let's get into the body. Waitress was rude, giving me dirty looks, ignoring me, and generally, and overall an extreme height of rudeness, which I have never before experienced in any service establishment. She refused me, a manager, to speak with, and sent over a security guard, who was quite clearly on a power trip. He threatened me. So I started to run to get away from him, at which point he called another security guard, and they proceeded to, they proceeded to pound on me. The one, the one small Asian security guard kept screaming at me, I'm going to break your beeping back. And I'm saying beeping quietly, because that's the only word in that sentence that isn't in all caps. Really? Quadruple question mark. All because I asked to speak with the manager about the lousy service, and now I'm, now I'm stuck with major neck and back injuries from this assault. Don't risk going to the Baccarat Casino. As far as I'm concerned, you would be more safe walking down 97th Street alone as a woman after dark than going to this casino. I highly recommend Northland's Casino. They know what good customer service is. And you won't be assaulted in the middle of your meal. Wow. Uh, where to start? This one's. This is probably the most dense review we've tackled so far. Um, there's a lot <laughs> of facets to this career. one. There's a lot of ins, a lot of outs, a lot of interested parties. Uh, mm-hmm. Notably, I think the Northlands Casino is uh, is one interested party. Yeah. The, see, if he had ended at... You would be more safe walking down 97th Street alone as a woman after dark than going to this casino. 
I wouldn't be suspicious. But as soon as he said, I recommend Northlands, con- uh, I'm sorry, recommend Northlands Casino, <laughs> that raised my hackles. Yeah, uh, that's uh, that's a little bit of a shill in my opinion. Uh, a little bit of uh, a product placement, I feel, by Northlands Casino. <laughs> Come to Northlands Casino, uh, enjoy your steak and don't get uh, major neck and back injuries. Mm. What kind of ad is that, yeah, though? That's a, that's... If a business's greatest argument for coming there is that you won't get the crap kicked out of you, it shouldn't be a business. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's definitely a questionable tagline for Northlands. Uh, I'm getting kind of a sketchy vibe from these casinos, so we've got a we've got a whooping put on somebody over asking to see a manager, in this guy's words. Mm-hmm. And then we've got 97th Street, clearly not a reputable neighborhood, Uh Especially not where if was you're this a located? woman after dark. Well, we don't know where this is located. I don't. Do you know I, where it's located? I actually, I'm not sure as to where this city is located. If if we knew the city in which these events had taken place, maybe it would make more sense. Maybe. Maybe this is just actually a good time out. Maybe the rest of the casinos, you're not just getting major neck and back injuries. There's, there's some, you know, serious uh, leg injuries, arm injuries. And maybe it is a selling point that you won't get assaulted in the middle of your meal at Northlands Casino. Yeah, that might be, you know, we might be getting, this might be the best review we've we've gotten so far. We yeah. might actually be getting some legit information here. There's, there's another thing here that's in, in the center of the body. He, he so he, tr- the security guard threatens him, tries to run away, calls another security guard. They proceed to pound on him. The one small so, so there's there's that break there. The one small Asian security <laughs> guard. Now I don't know if you've seen the movie The One, but it stars Jet Li, and oh my! And it the premise of the movie is that there is a multiverse. Oh boy! What and have we uncovered? If you now I'm going to uh, be somewhat paraphrasing the plot because I haven't seen it in a very long time. But as you transverse across the multiverse, if you kill your double in the other multiverse, you absorb his power. Huh. And Jet Li, of course, obviously then plays both the villain and the hero of the movie. And they are both fighting to be the one. In the middle of this body, he says, the one small Asian security guard is screaming at him. I'm wondering if this is also a small Asian security guard getting assaulted. Well, I'm I'm, no, I'm I'm wondering if maybe this isn't a review at all. It's an allegory for the one. It's an it's this is an origin story. This that this one small Asian security guard, he's the evil Jet Li. Well, I guess we know where he kicked off his adventure. Then he broke this guy's back. Exactly. This is where he got his bad start. I mean. The guy must have survived, though, because he wrote this review. Well, he obviously survived. I mean, this this is right at the beginning of Evil Jet Li's career. He's not yeah, traveling he's not... through different dimensions yet. No, he's not completing kills yet. He hasn't got that far in the arc. No. Or maybe this is just one one Jet Li from the multiverse. And he's I just think... mean and spiteful. He works at the Backrack Casino, which, as we've learned, is the worst casino on 97th Street. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I can't help but feel like if this guy knew Northlands knew what good customer service is, then can't help but wonder what he was doing at the Backrack Casino. This is very true. Yeah. I mean, why was he there? Why didn't he just go to Northlands in the first place? 
yeah, it, there's a lot of questions here and not a lot of answers. I, I don't know how to feel about this review. Uh, By the way he describes this, however, and based off of his reference to a major selling point of the Northlands being that you won't be beaten in the meal and that the guards almost immediately amped up to force <laughs> and that he felt the need to run and was ignored by management – I feel like he may not be in an area where he does have a lot of options in regards, and there may have been some pre-existing circumstances that prevented the Northlands from being an option. Is he writes it as if he's in some sort of lawless rogue state, where being beaten in a casino is a casual event, and not being beaten is actually something to be appreciated. I feel like he may actually live in the state that you've described, though. Like, yeah, totally. I mean, I've never been to New Jersey but Atlantic City's there. Maybe there's a yeah. 97th Street. That might well be. I mean, I've never heard anything good about New Jersey. I haven't either. It is the Garden State. I've heard some good things. That's true. Yeah. I did watch that Zach Braff movie, and that was not bad. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't even know how to how to rate this review. I don't know what I can say. There's there's so much mystery. It's it's kind yeah. of steeped in. I think the key thing is right now. So far, we've done product reviews but this is an experience it is actually it is an experience it's an experience review and i'm gonna go and say go ahead and say that i find this review quite helpful yeah i i can get behind that logic this <laughs> review is quite helpful yeah. craig i don't entirely trust it it does have the potential to be helpful but at the end he shamelessly plugs another casino where he has not been beaten at the same time, though, it does list that there is a threat of your being beaten, but he simply lists the name of the casino on a generic street. He doesn't actually provide yeah. the location, so should I fear all Baccarat casinos where I will be beaten if I'm an ass to the waitress? Maybe there wasn't even a Baccarat casino. Maybe he's just from Northlands. Or, huh? sorry, maybe he wasn't actually at the Baccarat casino. He's just someone working at the Northlands, and he's trying to get an edge. And he's I just see really, that. really bad at PR. Yeah. Come to Northlands, you won't get beaten. <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, it, also, in my head, now, we we are all familiar with this individual. You out there listening to us are not familiar with this individual. This may be the kind of person that I would refer to as a Blake. Oh. Uh, where this is a, a Blake is a kind of person who brings these... Should we say the the punishment is deserved? They bring it upon themselves. Yeah, knowing knowing the the qualities of a Blake, knowing just what exactly they go through on a daily basis, I can I can understand now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I would not be surprised if intense Blake like slash assholeish behavior was involved. As I believe that something must have occurred for the waitress to be simultaneously rude, giving dirty looks, ignoring him. And generally, overall, so that's two very similar words, an extreme height of rudeness, which I've never before experienced in a service establishment. One doesn't just immediately get rudeness, which was emphasized twice, dirty looks, and being ignored off the bat. That is a very good point. Yeah, something I, had to happen here. I'm downgrading from quite helpful to not very helpful. I I'm gonna I'm gonna follow suit. Yeah. There's there's still too much to this that we don't fully understand. Yeah, we we jumped into that a little yeah. strong, Craig. I thank you for interjecting and uh, leading, yeah. not not allowing us to lead each other astray. Yeah, straighten us out on that one. Why don't we take mm -hmm. a quick second for our future sponsors? Mm-hmm. Oh, good lord. Okay, in this space, 
don't worry we're holding it for you sponsors in the future you want us to be able to describe your products in the same way that we're letting people know whether these reviews can be trusted we'll let people know whether your products can be trusted because after all remember we are qualified as reviewers ourselves you can trust us yeah. It sounds like we're just being bribed to talk about how great shit is. No, we're being sponsored. <laughs> we're being sponsored. Next next review. Next review. <laughs> next review. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. That's not how it works, Craig. All right. So now we're going to a special section of the show. We're mm-hmm. diving into an absolute gold mine. Uh, Dylan, I believe you've actually been to this mine yourself. You have taken of the illustrious ore that this wonderful place produces. Oh, this is a uh, this is a place of never ending value we are going to be able to return to this well again and again and again this this is one of the few places that i've ever seen such a huge dichotomy between the reviews generally reviews are fairly well spread out if it's a good product they're mostly in the five four range and then they sharply drop off yeah they peter out this is a place where the good reviews make up around 60 percent for the five star reviews and then the one star reviews make up almost a quarter of all reviews. So it's very heated. Yeah, so we're dealing with, I think it's the Morningside Cafe. On... The Morningside Cafe on Salt Spring Island. Yeah, interesting. What do, you, what do you say about this place having been there? It's, it's a vegan place? Almost everything there is vegan. It's fairly impressive. And I'm going to go ahead and say this. I had a vegan brownie there. It is the single most delicious brownie I have ever had. And normally when I eat vegan food, I have to preface that, trust me, it was really good for a vegan blank. We didn't hear that qualifier, folks. That uh, that was the best brownie he ever had. That is the best brownie I have ever had. It is absolutely delicious. It is creamy, yet at the same time dense and filling with huh. an absolutely amazing amount mixture of the cocoa taste. That's that's a rare find, a rare piece. So we're gonna start with a uh, we're gonna start with a five star review for the Morningside Cafe, mm. and this comes to us from HG. Uh, I'm not sure if those are first initial, middle initial, and this is potentially HG Wells coming back from the dead, and he just didn't want to spook anyone, or if that's, that's a very uh, first initial, last initial. They're from Spruce Grove, Canada. Who who would uh, who, who wants to take this one on? I can give this one a read. The title here, Wonderful Food and Drinks Served by Passionate Vegans. My boys and I stopped in today as it's been on our radar for a while. Originally going in for the vegan cheese I've heard so much about, I also asked about the gluten-free items as my youngest and I have allergies to it. Manon, owner, was behind the counter and let me know all the items that didn't contain gluten. We ended up with a carrot and fennel soup, lavender shortbread cookies, and and some smoked farmhouse cheese in brackets, which she graciously offer us a sample of before buying. Came to $40 for all that, which I didn't think was unreasonable, as most specialty foods, quote-unquote, are more pricey. It was a real treat. We all loved the soup, finishing it before we even left, and the cookies were out of this world good. Cheese is amazing, too. Alan, question mark, was there as well. Now, folks, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop here. Alan is the owner, one of the owners, at least, of the Morningside Cafe. So, you know, this might be low-hanging fruit, but we don't discriminate fruit by the circumstances of its growth. As we continue to draw from this wellspring, we're going we're gonna to hear a lot from Alan and about Alan. So remember this for later. So Alan was there as well and was very helpful going out to get us spoons as they ran out and grabbing a book from high up so my son could read it and later buy it. We went back for the book and some hot chocolate as my son 
never has hot chocolate because of ingredients usually. Manon made the most wonderful hot chocolate for us, even splitting it into two cups so the boys could each have their own. I did witness a man come in with a fur-trimmed coat, and Alan asked if it was made with fake fur. The man replied yes, he thought it was. When Alan asked if he could feel it, the man said no, and Alan told him they wouldn't be serving him. Certainly not the service one is accustomed to at a place like this. However, I think they I really think they are just passionate vegans, trying their best to serve the planet and awaken the masses to the cruelty of the meat and dairy industry. Is it the way most people would find correct? No, not likely, but I get the feeling they don't really care. Bottom line, if you aren't vegan, don't announce it when coming in and don't wear animal products. Don't expect non-vegan items to be served to you. You will, however, have the most amazing food and a selection of books to peruse. Okay, that's a, we've got a long review here. There's a lot to talk about. Uh, I think mostly we can start with the quality of the food. We've, we've got some uh, corroboration to your story, Dylan, about the brownie. We've got uh, a pretty good idea that the food here is good. I think they talked about the cheese a few times. So, you know, that's, that's good. If they've got good food, that's a, that's a plus for them. So mm -hmm. that's, that's where we're seeing some of these five stars coming in. The cookies were, quote-unquote, out of this world good. That okay, so we've got someone who's had some cookies that come from off world. That's they're probably quite good, at least unique. So a, a seasoned cookie reviewer here. There are a couple things here though that the person seems almost over sharing or overcompensating in a way for the actions of the people at the Morningside Cafe. Yeah. He states that Manon made the most wonderful hot chocolate even splitting it into two cups so the boys could have their own. I'm assuming that is still one hot chocolate that they purchased. Yeah, it, when you say splitting, it does imply that you're just separating parts of a whole. And the way that it's implied, even splitting it into two cups, was there the assumption that there would have been a refusal to do this at it, another restaurant? It would seem that way. We've also got Alan going to get spoons as they ran out and grabbing a book from high up. So someone with the means of grabbing something from a high place, either a tall person or someone who owns a ladder, that's pretty standard issue, I think. And then we've also got going out to get spoons because they ran out. To me, that's just the business owner maintaining their stock. I mean, mm -hmm. if, you, if you're going to be serving soup, you've got to also have spoons. You can't bring your own spoons all the time. That's... Yeah, does, does it sound hitting me as service where they're trying to excel? Okay, we're talking about... <laughs> We're talking about wonderful food and drinks served by passionate vegans at the Morningside Cafe. I'll dive in a little bit on the fur trim coat. You know, I think going into a, uh, a vegan establishment with a fur coat is a bit of a gamble. Did he know it was a vegan establishment? I can't really tell from this review. You know, might be the case that he, it's not listed as a vegan cafe on the side of the restaurant and he just kind of walked in some foot traffic here. Especially if you are a self-professed, almost militant in your uh, veganism. And yeah. someone comes in with a fur coat, says, I think it's fake, but you cannot trust them at their word and need to test it. Why do you need to test it? Are you going to call them out on it? Is that your intention? I think that's the intention. I think he's doubtful. Yeah, you know, Alan's out here trying to awaken the masses. You can't awaken the masses if you can't test the coat. I get where he's coming from. I don't agree with it. But when Alan's out here feeling people's fur trim, possible phrasing issue on that one. Uh, <laughs> when Alan's out here checking some coats, that's not a commonplace thing. It honestly speaks of an audacity. And this is an audacity that I have personally witnessed a few times when I have gone to the Morningside Cafe. It's gotten to the point where 
I think this audacity is almost part of the experience now. He's a veganism Nazi. So yeah. we've yeah. got two different strains of soup. Well, they, they had carrot and fennel soup. So they, they, do carrot, serve soup. they do serve soup. And he did refuse some service. He did refuse another person's service. So mm -hmm. we might just straight up have another soup Nazi if we're gonna if we're gonna use the Seinfeld metric for for soup fascists. I mean, mm -hmm. we've got denial of service, no soup for you. We've seen that mm -hmm. before. This is this is history coming full circle. You know, uh, I think Alan needs to study up a little bit, watch some Seinfeld, check his soup game. I'm gonna go ahead and say normally with a review like this, I would question the truth of a statement of a story like that. But this person seems intent on balancing the good with the bad. That's definitely the case. So mm. I think that they're definitely trying to represent both sides, kind of uh, muddling the, the details to, to make a favorable impression, or at least not as negative an impression. They're, they're softening the blow on this one. So is that the right thing? Probably not. You want a review to be absolute truth. This is where people are going to figure out whether or not they want to go and spend their money at this place. And this is this is a really tricky one because it's both a restaurant and an experience. We're dealing with a hybrid review. So as of yet, this is unheard of for us. I'm going to go ahead and say that overall, I found this review helpful. If I had not attended the Morningside Cafe, if I had not already had this experience for myself, I'd be looking at it and I'd be able to weigh the pros and cons. It's expensive. I may have someone tell me that I cannot eat there if I wear, wear certain clothing. But on the other hand, the cheese is amazing. Yes. And the cookies are out of this world. Yes. We've got, I think we've got a quality review here. This may be our first really quality review. Yeah. I might, I'd be prepared to give it a five. Especially yeah. when it comes to an experience review, I'm not expecting zero bias. Yeah. You know, with all reviews, you're going to, you're going to get at least some bias. I believe we have a, another Morningside Cafe review for us. This one's special. We've got here a owner response so remember i mentioned that alan was going to be a uh, returning figure and we're about to hear from alan i'm gonna go ahead and start with this one terrible if i could give it a zero rating i would this is coming from 205 foodie from hamilton canada lousy coffee rude owners unwelcoming atmosphere hostile vibe i'm a believer in karma what goes around comes around unless the owners smarten up this place won't be in business much longer horrible people lousy customer relations and nasty attitude save yourself the aggression and go next door right off the bat with this review i like it it's punchy yep it's uh it's definitely got some zest to it i mean so we, we we've heard coffee not good coffee rude owners unwelcoming hostile there's a little bit of repetition there yeah it's, uh, if anything, that's, I think, in favor of the review, actually. It's uh, establishing a more clear picture of, of the visit to the mm -hmm. place. This is true. Uh, one thing I would like to point out, though, that this isn't the reviewer's fault, though, but they say this business will not be going on for much longer. That is false. This business yeah. has been going on for quite a long time. No, nope, they've been it holding on. It still seems to be thriving. Yeah, and I guess we got to go back to the split on the reviews of this one. We've got a quarter negative reviews, but mm -hmm. we're still looking at about 63% of positive reviews. So that's 63% keeping the doors open. So 205 Foodie, mm -hmm. sorry, that's uh, not entirely correct. And on Salt Spring, so so th this is another point. This person is from Hamilton, so they're obviously not a Salt Spring native. Salt Spring, there are not that many options. 
Nope. And one thing that's going for the Morningside Organic Bakery Cafe and Bookstore, to use the full title, which Alan, the owner, generally always uses, it's right off the ferry dock. So you take the ferry from Swartz Bay okay. over to Salt Spring to Fulford Harbor, you hop off of that ferry, it's almost immediately there. There's yep, one that she's her, her next door. She's referring to the Rock Salt Cafe, which mm. is uh, the first cafe that you see. But right after that, a couple spaces up, that's Morningside. So they're going to be getting a lot of foot traffic. Yeah. And ferry traffic. People who are waiting for the ferries are going to see them. And with having only two options, they're bound to end up trying Morningside at least once. Yeah. You know, they've they've definitely got the means of keeping themselves open. Uh, interestingly enough, we've got the owner response here. Uh, this is a 2017 review, so we can know that they're still in operation. They survived from November 9th. And so he says, Another made-up fake review. It is well known that we have the best food and beverages by far. As for nasty and rude, whoever wrote this lie is just that. Below, a true review from one of our customers. Veganic and amazing. Wholesome approach to vegan cuisine. Very charming and homey atmosphere, creative and inspiring. A great place to explore conscious living in a very positive environment. Try the Veg Panini. V apostrophe E G G Panini. It is amazing. Love the vegan cheeses and greens. Okay, we've got a few things to look at. Firstly, he's uh, disputing the validity of this review. He's saying it's fake and made up. It's a made up fake review. He's citing common knowledge that they've got the best food and beverages by far. And he's calling 205 Foodie nasty and rude. There's one thing there right away, though, that Alan makes a mistake. It says another made-up fake review. Double negative. Is it a made-up review or is it a fake review? Those those could be two different things. One could be a legitimate review of a made-up experience. Or it's a fake review of an experience that somebody never had. Yes, that's well, absolutely there, there right. There are quite got... a few that Ellen probably claims to be made of fake reviews. Yeah, I think we're going to see that, that again. Most of 25%. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then he provides another review from one of his customers. This is just, this is just baseless. Uh, yeah. It's not like he's provided a screenshot of a review. It's not, he's not providing any indication that this is anyone but him. Yeah, that yes. might be a made-up fake review on its own. <laughs> Veganic and amazing, a vague panini. We've got kind of hybrid words, vegan. and That is an actual dish there. The vague panini. The vague panini is an actual dish. The only thing about it is that I can only really see the owners or someone who eats there quite regularly to be able to yeah. put it in its exact the exact title of that dish. Yeah, you know, that is a, a quite distinct thing. You don't just commonly stroll into a grocery store and come across a vague panini. No. So we've got some insider intel here on this uh, potential made-up fake review. That's, we've got that to consider as well. That's a very good point. Overall, I'm going to give 205 Foodies review. I'm going to say that it would be pretty helpful. I would yep. want to know all this. And I like, again, I like the brevity of it. I like the. I do agree with you, Kevin. I do like the uh, the repetition. Really hammers home yeah. her point. And uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say that I would give that review four stars. Uh, it could just do with a just just a little bit more detail. Fair, very fair. I'm gonna go with a 3.5 approach mm. here. All pros the same. The only con is uh, the speculation. 
So by mm. saying that the place won't be open for much longer unless the owners smarten up, that's really not relevant to the experience. That's not information. It's it's entirely speculative. Is the thing if uh, if she had insider knowledge, perhaps someone at City Hall told her, "Oh yeah, we're putting this Smackdown on Morningside. They're toast." Uh, so if you wanted to go there, you'd have to hustle up. That would be informative. But since this is entirely speculation, it's entirely useless, and there's just no place for it in a review. So I'm going to have to dock half a star on that. So I, I think that's... That's it. We're done for it. the day. That, uh, that's, uh, that's all the reviews we have for today. Yeah, thank you very uh, much for listening. Uh, hopefully we've helped you help yourself. That's our goal here. We review the reviewers and... Uh, We'll be back reviewing more reviewers next week. Okay. All right. That's us signing off for this week. Thanks for listening. So long. So long.